Microsoft has an EU problem. Microsoft doesn't have a South Korea problem. And Microsoft also doesn't have a widget problem. Happy Friday, my friends. Although if I'm being completely honest, this is Thursday evening when I'm recording. So hopefully you had a wonderful week. I've got a jam-packed schedule. And as a kind of a show note reminder, next week, I there will be nothing next week because I will be uh, on vacation, enjoying myself, not doing these things. Although I do enjoy this. But either way, I won't be home to uh, record a podcast and uh, yeah, so we're, we're doing this one a little early. Hopefully you had a wonderful week. It's, uh, it's now June, which is, I don't, I don't know what's happening to the year, my life, or anything else in Vietnam. I'm just kidding. It's June. I, hopefully you guys had a wonderful week. I don't know, whatever. Let's get into the news. Uh, Microsoft announced, hey, dark mode for paint. It's finally officially here. Previously, you could get paint dark mode through some hackery things and, and tweaking up bits and, and behind the scenes stuff. But officially, Microsoft is making dark mode paint. I don't even remember how long ago they announced this. Uh, it's been a long time available to Windows Insiders, which means it'll be coming to everybody in the near future. Uh, Windows 11 built 23471, the file uh, explorer gallery, which I don't usually call out all the features that come to these insider builds because they're numerous, which is a, a great thing. However, this one, the gallery feature in Explorer, they're really doing some overhauling to Explorer, and it just makes it a lot easier to view photos and everything else. And if you've ever tried to navigate a whole bunch of photos in File Explorer, it's not the best. So this gallery feature is a good, nice improvement. Uh, following the Windows 11 RAR support, that's RAR files, uh, Winget will soon be able to uh, install zip files natively, and also native PowerShell integration is also coming uh, to that as well. And so, Windows 11 side continuing here. There's actually some good widgets coming. I can't remember exactly when this was announced, but uh, you'll soon be able to monitor the CPU, the GPU, and the RAM. Think of your, uh, when you open like Task Manager up and you can go through it and you can kind of see all the performance and everything else about the machine. You'll be able to get those viewpoints in a widget, which actually is something I think a lot of people like myself would actually use. And so these are genuinely useful widgets. It's really creeping into the territory of Rain Meter. If you're not familiar with Rain Meter, it's, it's probably the de facto way to add uh, things native, well, not natively, but on your desktop without them being on your desktop, if, if that makes sense. Uh, but it's pretty, you gotta be pretty, it's not exactly always user-friendly. And so anyways, these widgets, uh, I'm actually excited. I'm, 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 it's fair to say I'm excited by widgets. I am excited by widgets. Speaking of Windows, by the way, Windows XP has been cracked. Well, okay, Th this is not really something new, but it's really that you can now run a crack in an, an XP crack in an offline environment. And don't run XP at this point, unless for experimental or you just, if you're a younger listener and you never used XP and you're trying to like play with it or something like that maybe that's a reason but really i mean like look if you're in the camp of i want to run an old os that's not supported anymore run windows 7 like i i would totally understand somebody being like screw it i'm running windows 7 for the rest of my life i understand that stance i really do windows 7 was a fantastic os don't do it with xp windows 7 is just such a better thing uh speaking of better things you probably have already forgot about the free version of microsoft teams that ships with every version it used to be pinned to the taskbar i think i think it's still pinned by default. i can't even remember uh, i haven't done a clean install of windows in a while but it's that it's the other version of teams that you don't use for work so they're adding communities to it also they're like oddly adding designer so there's a thing called microsoft designer that can use some like generative ai stuff to create images and whatnot and so uh if you're inside a community you can kind of like 
there's you can pin a post and use designer with it I, the, they didn't really enunciate too well how designer is integrating into like these communities but whatever i guess microsoft found a way to stuff shove some generative ai into a thing that probably doesn't need it but i don't i don't know if they're trying to recreate like a mid-journey style thing so if you're not familiar with mid-journey you use it in discord and you type slash imagine and maybe they're thinking they can do that with designer in their teams app and get people in there that way maybe that's it I don't know. We'll see what happens. It just, it just, it's like, okay. Okay, you guys, you keep doing what you're doing. Uh, speaking of things not going Microsoft's direction, they are running into some early problems in the EU. Now, this isn't related to Xbox, which most, pe most people might think, because you'd be saying, Brad, they just got EU approval on that. They absolutely did. And it might be because the EU is going after a bigger fish. That bigger fish starts with the letter A, and it's called Azure. And so uh, Microsoft failed to settle with the CISPE ahead of the EU cloud market dominance investigation. So TLDR of this is that Microsoft used its market position to really kind of like shove Azure credits and Azure onto clients who may, may not either A, wanted it, or did so in a way that was not necessarily advantageous for a free and competitive market. And so Microsoft used its market position to push a product and they consider that dominance and they might be uh, in some hot water here. Microsoft tried to remedy the situation and they failed to do so prior to it going to a deeper investigation. This will take forever uh, to actually be closed out. But the reason why I bring this up is not that I, whatever, you take your opinion on if Microsoft used abused their market position, that's fine. Where I really wanna pivot this conversation is to my God, it feels exactly like that's what they're doing with AI. Now, somebody will write in the comments and say, Brad, but the AI, they don't own it. They don't own OpenAI. That's a touchy kind of funny area because at this point, Microsoft clearly has a, used a, a market dominant position to go to OpenAI. They had the cash flow right from other products, which is fine. Companies should be allowed to invest in their future. I'm not necessarily against it, but they basically bought up OpenAI without buying up OpenAI and they let them run on their cloud and they're using their market power to buy up all the NVIDIA GPUs and create their own G or create their own AI chips and everything else. My point here is, is like what happened with Azure feels like it's happening again with AI where Microsoft is literally and violently, I might add, shoving AI into everything, just like the Teams consumer thing, whatever we call that this day with the, the designer generative AI stuff. And so Microsoft has no qualms about doing this and they're, they're following the same playbook and it makes you wonder, I still, it's not going to, it's going to take a while. The, the, the wheels of justice or law turn very slowly. And I'm not saying that Microsoft should have their hands smacked. I'm not saying that that's it, but it feels like they're going down that path of being, uh, of throwing caution to the wind and just going all at it to bring this AI everywhere. And it feels like we've been here with Microsoft and that they are no longer scared of the regulators or they are willing to take the smack of the regulators to establish that dominant position, which I believe is actually their tactic. And they're not going to write any of this stuff down because they'll get brought up in discovery. But, you know, 10 years from now, when AI, there's whittled down to a few players, which let's be honest, is probably going to be Microsoft. It's probably going to be a Google. Facebook might be in there and maybe Amazon as well. And we'll look at the landscape and say, wow, none of the thing really changed except this new company called OpenAI started up and then Microsoft bought them out effectively, right? And not, not holistically, but effectively did. They put a can on their innovation going to other companies. And so here we are.
and uh yeah we will see we will see what happens with that also uh i consider this to be bad news as well the teams 2.0 which is something i was really optimistic about is going to become the default experience later in 2023 and my goodness they better give us the ability to switch the scroll way uh, of i believe it's channels so when you're in a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody the latest part of the conversation is at the bottom when you go into a channel the latest part of that conversation or that thread is at the top i understand why they did this but it really breaks my brain and somebody will say brad it'll be fine you'll get used to it and it's like i don't know if i will just give us the option to switch the default so that i know that i'm always scrolling down to the bottom the problem becomes you're in a chat you jump into a channel you scroll down and you just scroll infinitely rather than trying to get to where you're actually going uh that's the biggest issue that's an easy fix it doesn't even have to be a fix it just give us a toggle and i will move on and that should probably do it so there you go on to of the gaming news this week my friend so microsoft is being pretty quiet this week that is not surprising given that on june 11th it's the xbox game showcase there's going to be tons of games there's going to be tons of stuff and we will wait and see because which approach is microsoft going to take which we'll talk about here in the questions there's one question this week and i'll explain more on that in a second i don't want to dive into it uh, also coming out this week is a report from Bloomberg about the, you know, like what happened with Redfall. And it's the same story that we've heard quite literally at every company. Management didn't give clear direction. There was high turnover. Like the ethos of the company has really just kind of fallen apart. More importantly, though, in which I believe it was talked about several different times before this report, Microsoft took a pretty hands-off approach to this game, uh, to the studio, because one of their one of their pitches is like, when we buy you, we'll let you keep your company culture. But as it turns out, that company culture really got turned over because the people behind the game of Redfall didn't want to make a multiplayer game. And actually, according to the Bloomberg report, they were secretly hoping that Microsoft was going to come in and say, hey, make this a single-player game again and do what you guys do best, which clearly is not a multiplayer title. And so here we are with the same tale as whatever has gone on with Redfall. The story has been written itself. The title, it is what it is. We will see if it can be salvaged, but it's the same story that we hear over and over again. We'll see. I, I suspect that Redfall might mean that Microsoft takes a little bit, maybe not like a full scale, like walk in type takeover approach like a rating of the studio sort of thing but i suspect that they will be much closer to the chest with a lot of companies especially if they get this activision deal done to make sure things are going on the path because i i, I still don't believe the argument that senior management on the xbox side not redfall or arcane or whoever studios I believe like Phil Spencer and his crew, there, somebody on that team absolutely knew that this game was not ready to go. They clearly got some sort of insight of scoring. Like, right, it's not unusual for a company to be like, hey, can we can we get some feedback from outside parties to give us a fake review and then you go through that process. That's not unusual in the industry. I still believe that there's no way that this game got through all that and then somebody in the senior leadership team didn't know that this game wasn't going to be great. Like that had that had to, and if it didn't, like that's a bigger issue in itself. It's one thing to know you've got a bad game, and then you just like slap the slap the ship button, and away it goes. It's another thing to like have zero idea that the game is actually terrible. So uh, not just terrible, but I mean just riddled with bugs on day one. So, uh, anyways, you can go read that over on Bloomberg, and. Chalking in their 38th approval, keep in mind that a bunch of these countries are in the EU, South Korea, South Korea's FTC has approved Microsoft's Blizzard, or Blizzard, Activision acquisition. So Microsoft is all clear across the board there. Again, 
Not that anybody thought that that was going to be a hangup, but they're still dealing with the CMA, which, by the way, the CMA was really trying to drag out this court case. They wanted like several months uh, to prepare for this. And Microsoft saying, hey, no, you really don't, because Microsoft is obviously heavily incentivized to a couple billion dollars to try to get this thing done by June 30th, which, let's be honest, is not going to happen. However, they don't want the CMA case to drag on. They wanna, they're hoping that they get through the FTC and then the CMA comes around, gets overruled locally or whatever, and then they close the deal. So uh, on to the questions of the week. And there's only one. I didn't actually do a thread, but Mr. PKI slipped into the DMs asking where the thread was. And because I'm recording it on a Thursday night, I didn't do a question thread. But uh, he does have one, which is pretty, pretty cute for uh, the upcoming events on June 11th. So Mr. PKI says, the theme is what game date announcements will we get at the upcoming game event and what will be announced that will that will be delayed. So Mr. PKI tying it into the June 11th Xbox showcase. What games are Microsoft gonna announce? This is what I was kind of alluding to here. I, I suspect that, remember there's two ways that Microsoft went about this. Last year, like all these games launching in the next 12 months, we all know how poorly that is. I would be shocked if Microsoft did anything like that. And the, I honestly wonder if we're gonna get two release dates. Starfield, which we already know, so we're, maybe we're only getting one and maybe Forza. I think that might be it. There might be some smaller titles, but I'm talking like the big ones. Um, maybe that's, I, I, I would be shocked if we get any release dates that are more than six months out, because my my rule is if a company and it says a game is coming and it's more than a six month window, there's a good, better than good chance it's been delayed. There's a rich history of that. If it's beyond like eight, 10 months, something like that, like it's just, they're just guessing uh, at this point, the way the state of the industry is, which I'm not blaming any individual studio. It's, it's tough to build video games. It's tough. And when you're trying to get those high scores, like it's really comes down to polish, which polishes at the very end. And if you don't have enough time to polish, you end up with a red fall. And so uh, I, I think we'll maybe only get and another one i shouldn't even say two really just one we'll get uh, forza which should be i mean sometime in the fall right prior to that holiday shopping season they get forza they get a starfield that gives them a pretty good narrative some other smaller titles something like that and then a bunch of showcasing like saying hey avowed i i, I really like am curious about avowed and so i hope we learn more about that anyways that's june 11th so you've got a whole whole more than a whole week We've got to sit here and wait. I suspect that things will leak out like they always do ahead of these events. But either way, uh, that sort of wraps it up for this week, my friends. And hopefully you had a wonderful week. I know I had a pretty decent week. I should have a good week next week. Hopefully you will too. And I'm excited about the 11th showcase. And uh, as always, my dudes, my dudes, my friends, uh, make sure to keep it subscribed here because the only BS on this podcast is me.